Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We head now to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. That's Michelle Smallman. I'm Randy Carricker. This is 101 ESPN. And Cardinal outfielder Lars Newtbar joins us on Carricker and Smallman. Lars, thanks for taking some time with us this morning. We appreciate it. How are you doing? Great. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Uh, we're, we're thrilled that you're with us. And number one, this is your first trip in the major leagues to New York. Is it open and have you been, have you had the opportunity to walk around a little bit? Yeah, I have yesterday or we got in actually two nights ago. So yesterday, um, woke up and, and walked around and had the uh, New York local Harrison Bader kind of take us around. So me and Kidman walked around a little bit with him and, and showed us some of his spots. We went to uh, Essa Bagel. So, uh, that was pretty good. Um, but yeah, just kind of walked around first time really in New York City my entire life. So uh, trying to get it all in as much as possible. Well, a good, a good trip so far, Lars. A huge win for your Cardinals last night, seven to nothing. Take Randy and I inside the clubhouse after a big win like last night. Yeah, I mean, after a big win, it's 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 pretty fun. Obviously, uh, we walk in there. There's music playing. We have the same playlist going. So everyone kind of knows knows which songs are coming. You know, uh, coaches are going around giving handshakes and high fives and throwing the players. And uh, yesterday too, it was, it was Monday night football, so all the guys were kind of jumping after that. And obviously, uh, you know, after a win like that, it's it's nothing nothing but good feels. So it's the same playlist every night. Who's in charge of the tunes? I want to say. I want to say at home it's Jack, and then Jack has that playlist flared, and then Jack has gives it to somebody else. But uh, I'm not exactly sure on the road who it is. I just know at home I, Jack's on on the mic. Lars, you've been playing sports for basically your entire life. What's it like though to be in a pennant race in September? Uh, it's unlike anything else. That's for sure. It's not like it's not like the little league playoffs. We, uh, you know, like it's 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 cool waking up every morning. I was, I was talking to uh, a group of people at uh, Wayno's one of Wayno's events, you know, last week, and I was just saying being able to wake up in St. Louis, you know, playing for the Cardinals and then knowing that we're in this hunt. Uh, there's no feeling like it. There's nothing I've ever experienced playing sports before that that compares to this, and so. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm experiencing it firsthand, and, and obviously St. Louis being such a baseball town, it, it's awesome. So, uh, very thankful for the opportunity. Lars, is there a, someone that you've leaned on uh, as far as mentorship is concerned since you've gotten up to St. Louis, or is there a player in particular who's given you good advice advice on how to adjust to the major leagues? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I've, I've been optioned up and down three times this year, so I've kind of known myself, you know, the, the roller coaster of emotions that it can be. And then I've gotten to experience, you know, some sort of successes and then failures as well. So, um, you know, obviously myself, but um, Harrison's really done a good job. You know, after a good game, he'll text me. After a bad game, he'll text me and reach out and, 
and make sure I'm doing all right. Um, but also, you know, the older vets like Yachty and, and Carp and Nolan and Goldie and those guys, they've, you know, they've been around the game so long and they've, they've seen it all. And so um, being able to lean on guys like that, you know, Nolan's obviously been so great to me. And, and I can ask him what he's seen when I'm at the plate or vice versa. And, you know, I just kind of keep him positive because I don't really have much. You know, I don't have much I can I can lend to him. But uh, but all those vets have been great to me. Harrison's been great to me as well. He's kind of taking me under his wing as a as an outfielder, um, defensively and then offensively as well. Cardinals outfielder Lars Newbar with us on 101 ESPN. What's it like having an outfield where you guys are all pretty much around the same age, whether it's Tyler, Harrison, uh, Dylan, and yourself? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, the pitching staffs around the same age, but but different ages than than, than the outfielders right. too. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, we have a we have a real we have a real good group out there. We all get along real well. Um, like you said, we're all in similar ages, and and uh, you know, so it, it helps us that way socially too. So off the field, it's nice. You know, we can go out and grab a dinner, and and, and we're we're real friendly with each other. But um, but yeah, no. Being outfielders, being able to jail so well, you know, I think that's a, a huge factor. And then, so when we go out there and play defense, you know, we kind of have this, you know, good connection out there. So um, having an outfield crew like that's real, real great. And Tyler and Dylan and Harrison have been have been nothing but good to me. Hey Lars, I, I want you because our afternoon show has fun with your entire name, Lars Taylor Tetsui Nutbar. Uh, that, that's yeah. what they call you every time. I want you to give us the background of Lars Taylor Tetsui Nutbar. Okay, so Lars was—I think it was just the name on on a list. They had like a list of one or two names, and uh, they went down. It got down to a few names, and then. Um, my grandma, you know, brought up this Lars name, whatever. And, uh, my mom's Japanese, and so L's and R's are tough for them. And then also having S's at the end of the light names are, are tough. So we decided to put all three of those into one four-letter name and uh, use that. <laughs> Taylor is uh, a family name from generations ago on my dad's side, obviously. Um, Tatsuji is my grandpa's name on my mom's side, Japanese side. And then new bar obviously is it comes down from from my father's side. So I want to, it's Tatsuji. That part is the J we, we pronounce. Okay, we we yeah we we pronounce the J. We pronounce the J. Got it. Okay, um, Lars, what does it feel like for you when you make a play or you step into the box and you hear people chanting Newt? It's <laughs> I. People argue about this, and they think I'm lying, but it's the first time I've ever gotten it in my entire life. It's the first time anybody's really called me that before. Uh, so it's pretty, it's pretty unbelievable. The first time I was, I stepped in Bush and, and I got that. I, I didn't know exactly, you know, what what it was, but then. Uh, <laughs> Thankfully, I got a base hit and out of that. And then once I reached first base, they started chanting it again. So I was like, okay, it wasn't booze, it was news. And then, uh, but since then, you know, they, they've kept strong with it. And, and I love it. I, I really do love it. It locks me in. I kind of look forward to it every time I go up there, I make a play, uh, or the ball's in the air, and I still haven't even yet made the play. So um, the, the energy that they bring is, is, is second to none. That's awesome. And now that you mentioned that you loved it, I'm sure the fans are going to be giving it to you even more. Um, but, Lars, you mentioned the Adam Wainwright Big League Impact q and I was there and got to listen to you and Tommy Edmond and Adam Wainwright speak to the crowd. And one thing that you shared with the group that I didn't know, we know that you played baseball at USC, but I didn't realize that you were almost the starting quarterback for USC football. Can you explain how that went down and how you ended up playing baseball as opposed to football for USC? 
Well, well, I think Wayno stretched it a little bit, and he gave me a little bit too much credit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, in high school, I was getting recruited a little bit by USC. They would come out to the practices, and uh, they told me that, you know, after my freshman year, that they'd like for me to, to have gone out and play play football for them. But, um, again, I, I played my freshman year. My coaches in baseball wanted me to go play summer ball and get more at-bats in summer ball. So I ended up doing that and then never walking on to the uh, – to the football team and doing all that because I was under the, the baseball scholarship, so I was under kind of their control a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I played more than I expected to my freshman year, so I kind of just, you know, stuck to baseball. But uh, football is something I, I played growing up. I started in elementary school, played through middle school and high school, um, and then got a little bit recruited. But, uh, but yeah, you know, Wayno definitely gave me the, the – a, a good amount of credit at that at that Q&A, that's for sure. Yeah, here I am thinking that it came down to you and Sam Darnold, that you could have been. It could have, hey, that could, that could be the story if you wanted to be. It could have been me and Sam, and then I just said, you know what, Sam, you could take it, I'll play baseball, and then boom. That's what I could have Well, there's a, that's how an urban legend is born, because here I am thinking that you chose baseball and altered his path, <laughs> Lars. Um, but speaking of the Trojans, with Clay Helton getting fired, is there somebody out there that you would like to be the head coach of USC football? Yeah, I've heard uh, I've heard a couple of names going around. Um, obviously, with Urban Meyer taking that Jaguars job, that's kind of the first name that a lot of people pop up, and they you know they hear about. But um, I don't know how many years. I'm assuming it's a you know four to five year contract that he's had with the Jaguars. But uh, from what I'm hearing, it's the University of Cincinnati's uh, head coach's current head coach's jobs to to. to take if he wants it and if not then i'm here bob stoops over from from uh oklahoma so those two names are pretty interesting but uh you know i'm hoping pretty soon we can get back to that that power regime because there's a couple guys in the locker room and you know nolan walks in every day and you know looks disappointed at me like i'm doing something wrong that i'm playing on the field or something but uh he's a big he's a big usc fan so He's always kind of giving me giving me crap about uh, USC, uh, you know, when they way when they underperform. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly who it's going to be, but uh, hopefully, it's somebody that can turn that program back around. And finally, Lars, before we let you go, you're playing in the Big League Impact Fantasy Football League, and we had a tough week. We had Rodgers and Devontae Adams, which didn't go particularly yeah. well. Yikes. Uh, and you and I, and uh, you, you and us, and Adam, were all kind of in the same area. Uh, what hurt you in week one of this Fantasy Football League? You know what? Uh, we didn't get a preseason this year. My fantasy team didn't, so I'm not going to – yeah, as a, as a whole, we kind of we kind of struggled a little bit. So I just think that's the pre the the, the week one jitters. I think next week we'll be we'll be on we'll step back on the field. I will say though, I will say though, my big league impact team didn't do well, but this my fantasy team with the Cardinals crushed, and I actually played Wayno this week, and 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 probably I think I beat him by like fifty or something oh like that. My. So, yeah. so I can hang my hat a little bit on the big league impact one, and, and trust me, I'm 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 looking forward to coming back in that one. But it is nice always beating Wayno, that's for sure. Well, thank you for that bit of information because we talk to Adam every Wednesday, Lars, and we'll be sure to bring oh, that up. Duh. There's oh, no duh. bigger okay. trash talker, is there? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. That's the thing. I, I say one thing, and all of a sudden, now tomorrow. I'm no problem hey congratulations on uh, getting into this pennant race and having some fun at the major league level have fun the rest of this trip to new york and uh, have uh, have fun the rest of the way hopefully the cardinals will make it to the playoffs again 
Thank you so much. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Let's go, Cards. All right, take care. That is Lars Newtbar with us on 101 ESPN. And again, it's Lars Taylor Tatsuji Newtbar. So pronounce the J. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.